Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. Two Hip Chicks, where we have a couple drinks, talk about hypnosis, trance, kink, all sorts of lifestyle Hot stuff. Things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we do other things. How do I do this again? Trance? Oh, no. Yeah, we do. We do, do trance, trance on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, so it's worth noting it's a live that trance. you don't necessarily want to be driving a car or anything like right. while this is happening. So. Or. Because or using heavy machinery. That's correct. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> it's not safe for work. I'm like going through all this stuff. We've been doing like recently. We've been doing our last two podcasts were uh, live versions, and this yes. is way less stressful. <laughs> but also, it's been a little while, so we're like, how do we do this again? But. It's fine. Also, we are not taking a shot today because it is like 3.30 in the afternoon. And maybe, we, maybe we can add one later or something. I don't know. I don't know. No. no? We, okay, we guess stayed up. We stayed up super late. La- I mean, maybe we will. And, uh, this will be bullshit. But we stayed up so late right. last night. And we were drinking a bunch. <laughs> and we were supposed to record yesterday, but we didn't. So we're recording in the middle of the day today. Um, but you know what? Cheers. Cheers. Don't, Cheers. don't, don't clink. Don't clink. Don't, don't clink. 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 Cheers. Okay, so that's out of the way now. Is clinking really bad on the microphone? I mean, it can be, and I just um, don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Edit out the clink for just a sound clink. Edit, edit out, yep. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about subject skills. I don't know if anybody's um, been, like, kind of on the internet in the last couple of weeks or so in spaces where I post my stuff, but mm. um, I wrote an article um, about the idea of subject skills that we're kind of kind of be working off of a little bit. Well, I'll summarize the article a little bit, but we're also going to go more in depth about some of the stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. What? Your what? eyes are brown. Yeah, they are brown. No, but they're like really clearly brown. I mean, yeah, they've always been really clearly brown. This is coming out of a stupid conversation with my <laughs> college friend group where nobody actually realized what our eye color was, despite all of us being friends for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> no one Including knows. me not knowing what eye color was. <laughs> I don't I have, to edit have that a out. great excuse for that. You used, used to call me sleeping girl. Oh, sleeping girl. Except everybody fucking whatever, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> you can just be like, well, you know, sleeping girl. Hair, eye color. Yeah, I'll, recall, I'll, get, like a, I'll get like a sound bite of you saying sleeping girl and yeah. I'll just, sleeping girl. Oh. Sleeping girl. Or it could be like a really, really like hot sounding like you know, like the, the yes, the, the yes sleepy girl. <laughs> Don't usually C-C. say sleepy girl for that though. C-C. <laughs> so it wasn't sounding good, right. Good God, we're off to a great start today. It's not that I've even had that much to drink. I mean, no. I've had a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. We both had a lot of water. We needed hydration. In our world, though. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, God. Okay. All right. This is what we're doing. Um, so, so subject skills. So this is a this is a really important topic for a lot of people, not only for people who are new to hypnosis, yeah. but for experienced subjects, too, who are interested in, in kind of, like, getting better at what we do and, and improving themselves, like, how they can have more improved experiences and that kind of thing. And in the writing, I go over um, the idea of like 
you know, when we talk about what it means to be skilled at being a subject, like what yeah. does that mean and the need to break it down um, and different like metaphors for how you can do mm-hmm. that. Lots of volleyball because I played volleyball and no, <laughs> yeah, I was no, absolutely. a teenager and, um, and also we watch Haikyuu, but uh, that's besides the point. But um, great anime. But lots of so so talking about this idea of like um, also unconscious competence. Um, and the idea of when you become an expert in something, you don't necessarily spend that time doing that activity while you're like consciously thinking about it. You're just you're right. kind of acting you're on just autopilot. Kind of doing it. You're yeah. kind of doing it. And I think a lot of people can identify on different levels of like having different skills that they feel like unconsciously competent at. You know? Yeah, sure. Like for you know, for your job or for play or if you're a hypnotist, for example, like if you feel if you're a you know, a hypnotist and you feel sometimes like when you're trancing somebody, you, you're just not thinking about it. It's just happening. Kind right, of thing. Right. Which I think is really enjoyable. Um, and the idea that for a subject, um, we want to key into that not only as an aspect of getting good at specific things, but that is quintessentially sort of the, ex- the ideal experience of experiencing trance, mm-hmm. that you're not thinking about helping and you're not, Yeah, you you're know, not like doing the work. You're not like doing the work and that kind of thing. Obviously, hypnosis is kind of a two-way street, right? Like Right, no, takes... we've talked about that many times, of Absolutely. how it is a two-way street. And Absolutely. I don't think, I think what should be clear, or try to just make clear, is that it's always, always a two-way street. The, it's the product the, of two people. Right. The goal, right, 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 sorry. But the goal is to not feel like you're doing work, right. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, you still totally. are doing it. Sure. But. Yeah. Sure. There's, there's stuff that's happening and everything. Um, also in the writing, we, I, I talked a little bit about um, the idea that, like, going on this idea of when you don't want to feel like you're doing things, one of the tricks that you can do for that is um, sort of taking from other places and, um, you know, reframing your skill as a service to somebody else or Mm -hmm. taking ideas from different places so it doesn't feel like you came up with it or it's not your responsibility or that kind of thing right right um and i also and i kind of closed out by talking about um the concept of attention and giving attention as an important subject skill because i think Mm -hmm. that gets overlooked and especially in the context of hypnotic scenes i know that a lot of subjects feel insecure because what am I bringing to the party you know what am I doing that they're enjoying I'm just kind of sitting here and listening well no I mean there are things that you can do to to show attention and um interest which are very enjoyable for hypnotists yeah in different kind of ways and stuff like that I know people talk a lot about like oh you can give good feedback that's a a thing and and that's absolutely an aspect of it but it's not necessarily about like giving feedback it's in the moment it becomes a sort of transactional not transactional but a um Mm -hmm. uh an experience where both parties are equally engaged and displaying that interest and like and seeing the other person and that kind of thing okay what do you look confused about i guess i'm i'm curious of of how to do that more i'm i'm assuming just from this conversation that you think i already do that yeah so maybe I'm confused on what that sure. looks like, so to speak, like what I am doing. Maybe I'm already unconsciously doing it, but regardless, yeah. I kind of would like to know. Well, I think it has a lot to do with your internal 
perspective and when we're doing trance you you really hyper focus on me and, I see. And, I see. And okay. I'm able to pick up on that through your body language and through your tone and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You're always very focused on me and looking at me and being engaged and, you know, clearly expressing desire and interest in me and that kind of thing. Like, I gotcha. Similar, okay. similar stuff to where, like, if you're just meeting somebody for the first time and you're getting to know somebody, like, yeah. very similar skills of, like, how to show that you're listening and mm-hmm. show that you're interested in that kind of thing. Um, it's a big it's a big part of hypnosis is that quality of attention, I feel, yeah. from both sides. No, no, right? absolutely. And all of this stuff, and I, and I said this on Twitter or something, um, people were recommending that, like, hypnotists read the writing as well, and I super, super recommend that because, like, if you're a hypnotist, you want to totally take advantage of all this stuff, like, and sure. you want to learn Always. how to, to teach good skills and subjects as well, and, and tricks, and so one of the things we talk about is reframing, for example, like, um, reframing is, like, taking an experience and finding different ways to talk about uh, how to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure. actually, so I'm actually to go into a little bit of NLP stuff. Reframing is like arguably an NLP thing. Um, neurolinguistic programming, for anyone who's not familiar, it's came out of the 70s when people like, when a group of people were like trying to take a linguistic lens to um, good therapists, including Milton Erickson. Yeah. Um, so it ended up being this sort of blend of Therapy, linguistics, philosophy, taking from all these different places. Yeah, um, It gets conflated with a lot of things, but um, there's there, and and there's a lot of it that's total bullshit. But there's a lot of it that we use in the hypnosis community all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been where my interest has been recently, is learning more about NLP and and being able to like specifically synthesize it at, for like what we do. You yeah, know? no, absolutely. As opposed to from a therapeutic sense or from a marketing sense or however you want to frame it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this idea of reframing, I'm going to talk about a concept. I, I've been so excited to talk about this concept in, in this book, actually. I'm reading a book called Sleight of Mouth uh, yeah. by Robert Dilts, And the title of the book is exactly why people hate NLP people. <laughs> Sleight <laughs> of okay. Mouth. I That's mean, okay. come on. Um, <laughs> but Robert Dilts, just sort of interesting factoid. Uh, Robert Dilts was one of the sort of second generation NLP people mm-hmm. where um, the like uh, Bandler and Grinder um, met at UCSC and mm-hmm. started up this group and started doing, you know, synthesizing NLP out of stuff. And then uh, Dilts came in like <laughs> maybe five years after the first two books were published, and he helped co author what I believe is the first book that has NLP in the title. So, like, the, the like eponymous book of Mm -hmm. NLP so he was really important to NLP and this was written about 20 years after that so it's got so I find it's a great perspective of like there's been a long time that he's been thinking about and doing this shit and Uh it's organized really well and I'm only I'm only like five chapters into it so far but it's it's really interesting he writes way better than Bandler writes in my opinion (laughs) Um, which is not terribly hard but it's just it's very well structured and um, it just lays out a lot of stuff and it's it's more updated than reading like 
the structure of magic, the first two NLP books and that kind of thing. Um, but so there's this idea that he talks about in NLP called chunking. Um, and this yeah. all has to do, um, and I'm tying this into this idea of reframing because reframing yeah, is really no, important absolutely. in NLP. So um, reframing again is taking an experience and being able to look at it from a different perspective or being able to take it and okay. transform yeah. it for someone so that they have a, so that they feel like they have different ways of acting on it or thinking about it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I know that makes so, perfect sense. Um, in the writing, I talk about um, being able to reframe an experience as uh, being successful if you feel like it's um, negative. Right. Like if, as, if you feel like as a subject, you have an experience where you're like, oh, well, I didn't really respond to that suggestion the way I expected I was going to right. or the way I wanted to or it, it didn't work or it feels like it didn't work, that kind of thing. Um, I recommend being able to reframe that kind of thing in your head by looking at right. other experiences and asking yourself questions about it. Um, like, I think the example I used in the writing was talking about like sexual response. Like if somebody is suggesting like having a sexual response to something and you feel like the uh, the response that you're having is, is really small or something. Right. So being able to look at that from a different angle and say, well, but what was working? Right. And what... Um, were there are there any other times in your life that you can think of having sexual responses that feel similar to that? You know, right. Well, and I remember in the writing because <clears throat> I looked it over or whatever, and uh, you were even talking about how like the breaking it down, which I know that's you know yep. what you're gonna end up talking about, yep. but but a little differently. Um, but basically, the breaking down of the concept of did you even feel arousal right like that's right. a very different framework than oh i had an orgasm right or something like sure. that like let's say because sure. because the focus was whether or not i had an orgasm and instead looking at it from a different perspective and looking at it in bits and pieces of did i feel this yeah. did i you know yeah did i react to that did i bits and pieces like bits and pieces like, like maybe chunks oh god that's really creepy <laughs> okay so so nlp has this has this concept of chunking which nlp is all about weird fucking jargon and right? um chunking so so there's chunking is the funniest word so ever. so one of the examples that i've seen <laughs> is that um if you take the idea of a car that's a that's a chunk yes that's part of a higher chunk or like a class of automobile yes and you could break that down into a lower chunk Yes. As parts of the car, the wheels, the steering wheel, the, the, um, I just said, yeah, I almost just said couches. There are no couches <laughs> in cars. Um, Not but yet. the, the, the seats and the, and that the seat belts and everything. Definitely. In the and you can, you can chunk things up or down like many different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, like you could go into, you could go into even lower chunks, like the, the, the detailing and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's all, and, um, and then there you can chunk laterally or or um like sideways yeah. basically talking about a car is similar to like a bicycle or a um uh a, a horse-drawn carriage like all sorts of different things that yeah, are no, absolutely though. like quote-unquote automobiles or whatever or that will cause transportation or, or yeah that will like cause that. transportation yep. and there's no hard and fast rules about how to chunk different things. It's all about your perspective on them. So you could very easily argue that a uh, car could be analogous, which is the idea of chunking laterally, but analogous to 
um, an airplane. Okay. And then you could also say in some situations it's very much not like an airplane. Right. So it's all about the framing that you're doing. Right. And so this applies really heavily to our idea of subject skills. And I think now is the time so, where we should go so gritty, like nitty gritty into it because I, I hope yeah. I hope this is clear. But um, no, I think we're so, doing awesome. So if you take a, if you look at there's this higher chunk of what subject skills are. Right. Right. Being good at something. So you chunk that down. Yeah. And you could be like, oh, well, it might be being good at, I don't know, amnesia. Amnesia is always the. Do you, <laughs> the I mean, example. it's interesting that you go straight to phenomena. Yeah. Phenomena, you could chunk it down to phenomena, right? Yes. That's, that's one of the th- classes of things you could chunk it down right. to. But I wouldn't necessarily, like, I don't know, there's a part of me that's like a good subject, especially for obviously for hypnosis, right? Right. Is what we're focused on. Right. So you're already doing that, right? Good subject. Mm-hmm. Hypnosis. Um, no kink <clears throat> specifically too. Right, right. Um and then just a good listener <laughs> is honestly yeah, like totally. the very first thing I think totally. of. Totally. Being able to is, pay attention. Yeah. Right? So you could take that idea and you could chunk that down and and what does that mean? What does it mean to be a good listener? Well right. it means things like being attentive it means things like focusing right it means things like being able to refocus if you get caught up in something yes so it's all about and and the whole the whole idea of chunking is all about being able to reframe or find different ways to think about things you could and um this idea of chunking laterally yes is about finding metaphors and analogies for things which is again reframing so so you might say that being a good listener as a hypnotic subject is similar to being a good listener in a school setting, or maybe it's not. Like this is all about right. finding ways that you can think about your skills mm-hmm. and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Well, and, and I think little NLP lesson, which I no. felt very excited about sharing. I thought that I love this book for the record. I recommend I mean, everybody read this book. When you when you told me about the the chunking chapter or whatever <laughs> um well and you even said as soon as you like were reading it you were thinking of me yeah. because I have a tendency just in my everyday life when it comes to me and learning I have to have or it's it's better if I have like the generalized view mm-hmm. before I can get the details mm-hmm. so um I don't know. Chunking just really spoke to me because yeah. it's just a word for it was this like, thing that we do sometimes. Oh yeah, sure. But sometimes that's what you need is a word yep. for things that you do. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't make any sense. Um, but I don't know. And and I also love that you actually something you said or whatever was like, you know, it's all about perspective. So it's not like there's this hard and fast rule of it, you know. Because when you were first talking about like okay automobile and like right. it sounds like almost sounded rules. like there's like a class yeah right like with like but um, the whole point like biology like with biology like thank with biology you. yeah um, there's like very hard and fast rules that they are right. different which are also kind of made up in a in a way like in a we, way we yeah. classify I mean, them we did it but so but those are like we st- they're standardized whereas sleeping girl and I yeah, personally yeah, yeah. classified. <laughs> But, All of but it's but but like <laughs> you're you're exactly right. Like that kind of thing is standardized, whereas chunking yeah. is all about being creative. Yeah. I love it. Though. Yeah, I love that it's creative. I love that it's not doesn't yeah. have to be put in a stupid category. Anyway. I also and and so this is like a large part of my perspective of 
like how to improve as a subject is yeah. is hugely how do I take an experience and look at it and compare it to other things and think about yeah. what are situations where it, it could be framed as, as very successful for me? What am I doing? And I think part of that also, I this is why I always recommend, even for subjects, to read a lot and to learn a lot about well, sure. hypnosis. The more yeah. you understand about the nature of hypnotic response, whether for personally for yourself, for other mm-hmm. people, for how you know hip- hypnosis works in all sorts of different contexts, the better understanding you will have. I, um, it's it's very easy to get bogged down in talking about this from the perspective of like a newer subject or someone who doesn't yeah. know as much, um, because that's where a lot of the yeah. the conversation happens is people who who come out and they're like, I can't be hypnotized or why isn't this working yeah. for me, and largely what my perspective on that has always been maybe you don't understand yet you know or or maybe you don't have enough knowledge that what you're doing is actually effective in some way and maybe that's not it's not a universal case how but i think the knowledge of what's possible and what is good and successful and enjoyable what's good and successful is i think one of the biggest yes the biggest honestly obstacles yes um, yes. In in hypnosis in general, especially on that hypnosis journey, right? Or especially for subjects. I mean, this is pretty much a subject. Yeah. Um, we're literally talking about being a good subject. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think we probably have to say just better as yeah, opposed sure. to good. But um, but no, I mean, I I don't know. I really love it. So. So let's 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 do it. Let's go ahead and chunk it. Okay, what are we chunking? We're, ch- we're chunking it. We're chunking it. Yeah. I don't like this anymore. I'm do gonna you not fire like Robert Diltz. You can't fire him. I don't know him. if it was Diltz. I don't even is know he where. Alive? He, this is. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Good yeah. for him. That's great. Yep. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So what are we chunking? Well, I mean, let's, reframing. let's, yeah, let's, uh, so you, you started with a phenomena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Oh my God. Okay. So. Uh, help me. It's okay. It's okay. So you, you started with the phenomena of. Amnesia. Yeah. Not you Amazon. Forgot, you forgot not it. Not Amazon. Did you forget it? Because that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, uh, no. So, so yeah, amnesia, because everybody talks about that. Um, Should we do that one though? Eh, let's I mean, do a different one. Okay. Let's do, let's do another another big one or whatever is like. Um, what? Can you not think of it? <laughs> not being able to think of words—that's a skill. That's amnesia. No. Well, I mean, oh, no? you could you could frame it as amnesia. This is the thing. So this is okay. So another NLP lesson. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've so all right. So for you're full of them. I really there's <laughs> been way too much NLP. I, so I I just recently with my Rona Bucks bought a whole shit ton of books and I have been reading a lot of NLP stuff. Partially because like the the next book that I'm working on is gonna be like specifically NLP for hypno kingsters. I think yeah. I said that before, but I'm in way fucking NLP land. So so the other part of this is um. Uh, that these words are completely meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you say amnesia, what the actual hell does that mean? 
like forgetting things amnesia pain, could mean right? forgetting all sorts of things so when pe- when someone says amnesia they might be so talking maybe, okay, about okay let's do amnesia then okay so let's let's chunk it down chunk it down okay go ahead this was your idea no 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 this was your idea you're the one who said amnesia <laughs> to begin with and then i cut you off and was like no we always start with and then I said, "Good listener." So I would anyway. say, I would say from from one perspective, yeah. amnesia could be a pretty high chunk, and then mm-hmm. you could chunk it down to forgetting an entire scene or um, forgetting words, like you were saying, like yeah. not being able to remember how to say words, um, versus you know a bunch of other things. If you take the idea of forgetting words, yeah, that could be related in a in a different way yeah. to um, intelligence, right? So one of the avenues that you get there is by not being so smart and not remembering how to say words. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing, nothing. You have to be smart for the podcast. You have to be smart for the podcast. I know that you have to be <laughs> smart for the podcast. Well, if you, you know what? You wrote a book on it. So don't be surprised if it's effective. I just thought I should throw that out there. <laughs> I'm always you have to be smart for the podcast. I'm, I know that there are there are plenty of times when I am very amazed at everything. <laughs> Listeners, do I have to be smart for this podcast? They say no. <laughs> smarter than usual. Sleepy girl says smarter, yes. Smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I know, I know. We poured ourselves these huge fucking glasses of wine. Well, because I can't get to the wine. I know, it's okay. Um, It's okay. There's a logical reason for it. (laughs) So, so we've got the idea of forget, like blanket forgetting an entire scene versus forgetting um, specific words. You could even, you could even say like really specific words. Like you can't remember the word hypnosis i remember we had a uh oh, we went yes. to a class where yeah they got, replaced they it. replaced it but that involves maybe some forgetting to some degree yeah right. or sure, it could, no. you could do that through other different it's a different avenues. avenue of, of there's all sorts that kind of, of thing hypnosis yeah, hypnosis for me um as a hypnotist i will say as a hypnotist first is about finding different ways to like sell ideas to the subject and part of that really? and part of that involves being able to like use metaphor and and think of different ways to do things think of different ways that people could be processing things and have influence on that therefore yeah it's very much the same for me as a subject hypnosis is about selling myself the experience mm-hmm. so it's like oh well you know how does this thing how do i process this thing well to make it work to make it well to to make it pretty much my my biggest cheat as a subject like my biggest skill yeah. is being able to reframe experience as successful and sometimes that like just as successful completely yeah just blanket yeah stamped i if i go into something if i go into something assuming that it's going to be like successful it, oh, sorry. Like successful or uh, effective. Yeah. Then I'm looking for what is happening rather than what isn't. Okay. okay. I mean, so that's a glass so that's like half a thing. Full thing. Cool. And we're really off. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> fine. So, so we're chunking down. Yeah. 
amnesia. Yeah. Which it sounds like you kind of went chunked off to the side. I did. I did chunk off to the side. What are, what are the words? Laterally. Laterally is chunking. No, chunked to the off side. to the side. Okay. Okay. And then <laughs> laterally is a really large word. I just want to throw that. Okay. It is laterally. I mean, I'm saying it right though, I think. Yeah. Okay. And then chunking down. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's chunk down. So we came up with a few different examples of what amnesia could look like in scenes. Yeah. So forgetting a whole scene, forgetting individual words, um, forgetting uh, parts of a scene, being able to... Uh, wait, no, that's that's lower. Um, so we have to take one of Forgetting these, right? something that happened in your past. Oh, there you go. That yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So these are all different kinds of amnesia. So then let's take one of those. Uh-huh. Let's go with forgetting a whole scene, okay. for example. So how do you break down the skills that are involved in forgetting a whole scene? Is that is one of them could be remembering it later. That is a skill, being able to, to have okay. a, a memory of it come in later. Um, now, does that make it a skill to some degree because you're more inclined to be okay with forgetting it as long as just, you can remember it I was, later? I was just going to say yeah. that. That's a really important part of amnesia for for some people, for me, definitely, if, is that, if I know that it's going to come back later. Although you can easily frame it in, yeah. a, in a really evil way and be like, you're never yeah. going to remember this again, and then that's hot, so oh well. So that's, but being able to, to yeah. do that and think of it that way is a skill, right? To be able to frame. No, exactly. To be able to personally get on board with the idea of amnesia in a, in a positive way or in a way that's going to facilitate it, you know, that kind of okay, thing. Okay, so in other words, thinking of it as... This is very hot. This is good. This is fun. This is fun. This is yeah. hot. This is... Right. Okay. So then you're more inclined to do it in the first place. And so some of the ways that you yeah. could do that are, are giving yourself little hints and mantras and that kind of thing. Um, okay. Like, oh, this will... You know, explaining it to yourself, but explain it... You can explain it to yourself in a logical way, like, oh, if I forget this, that's extremely hot because of these reasons because there's control involved yeah. because I don't have control of my own mind blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and you can mantra that if you want to that kind of thing yeah now, do you find mantras no I don't I don't do I don't do internal mantras okay I like very very rarely will do internal mantras I have a hard time focusing on them <laughs> I did internal mantras quite a bit early on yeah and I would say it was very helpful early on. Mm -hmm. Now, did you ever do them? Yeah, totally. Okay. I so just, like you did with past partners or something like that? Yeah. Or just yeah, I definitely before remember. Before you had partners? Uh, like how early are we talking? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I just don't do them now. Like, yeah, sure. That I think I had to come to terms with the idea that like, the way that I think in trance was not necessarily what I expected it to be. And that took a really long time. Yeah. I, the, right? I, there's like trance logic that is totally a thing um, where you experience some kind of change in the way that you're being like cognitive in your head while trance is happening that, you know. Okay. Um, sure. But for me, like repeating stuff is hard. I just get off track so quickly. Like. So same yeah. But now you mean like without a partner or with a partner? Just both. So I'm both. Okay. Both. So same. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes 
almost too distracting because yeah, totally if I get off track then it's like wait a minute was I off track I found it's much better yeah. right exactly and nobody likes that I found no. it's much better for me to be able to literally just let it be stream of consciousness and I know that yeah. like people talk about that in meditation a lot like the idea of being able to just like let your mind do whatever it's going to do um, and then and then don't get frustrated with yourself and those those are two separate things and they're both uh, take different things out of it so yeah. like but as soon as I kind of understood like oh why don't you just be interested in your own cognitive process and see what your brain does and detach yourself God, from it. it like yeah that's way easier and you don't have to be frustrated because every single thing that your brain is doing is like hey that's cool you're hypnotized this is how you think when you're hypnotized or whatever yeah like it's it's I think it's really interesting um I use reframing way too much as like I, there's there's other oh, perspectives way to explain there's it. other perspectives to explain this from but this is going to be the the subject skills from the perspective of reframing and chunking episode <laughs> whatever I, I mean actually we haven't even talked about those words in like 10 15 minutes I don't or have any so, idea yeah. concept of time right so <laughs> I want to oh yeah, go, ahead. go ahead no 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 you go ahead cuz is this yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead I, there's one thing I want to talk about um, that that someone said on Twitter that was really smart. Oh, so I'll get there in a okay. few minutes. I may have forgotten what I was gonna okay. say. I'm not. I don't usually do that. Yeah, but well, I don't. Let me think for just a moment. Okay. Oh no, no, I put too much pressure on myself. Okay, yeah. then I'll. I'll oh no, I've got it. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> you do. I do actually. Let go. So. In my head, I actually sometimes, if, uh, I know some people are like, oh, I talk too much in my head or whatever. There's too many, like, so I've actually, like, broken it up sometimes. And I'm like, okay, that part of your brain, you just, you just have your whatever. You just do whatever you want. And then this part of your brain is just going to focus on Angela. And, like, and, like, you're in trance or whatever. And sometimes you're, like, you know, you're totally mindless. And, and that one just doesn't care. Like, yeah. that part of the brain. Yeah. It's just like it's doing its own thing. But I don't care about that part of the brain either. Yeah. And that's one of the big differences. Is Sure. That's so, another way of thinking so about it. So does it even count? Whatever. Like, it doesn't. Right. We're not We're not in a contest. And, you, and that's another thing. You know, the concept of, like, you know, you kind of, you almost feel a little on the competitive side or something. Yeah. Like, not that you have anybody in the race with. Right. necessarily right. but but this ideal right is is who you're against so so whoever I, they are it's actually a great segue uh so um Ella Enchanting on Twitter who I and um they're a bunch of other places too they're very smart um and they've run an interesting thread um about uh how different subjects might process the idea of being told like um, an apple is blue. So, oh, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, idea yeah, of like color, yeah. color hallucination, that kind of thing, which sure. is a, which is a big thing for a lot of people. And Ella was saying basically um, that there are so many different ways that people experience hallucinations, not only yeah. within hypnosis, but within you know having stuff that's happened physically to your brain. Or if you have like yeah. a mental illness that you or, or you know, like are neurodivergent in a way that that or you sure. take drugs or something that, that okay. ha hallucinations happen. There is no standard experience of hallucination. 
and in most and and um they were making a sort of different point uh the the thread was like for different points but what i took out of it was this idea that i've kind of thought for a long time which is that there is no standard successful ideal right. way of experiencing hallucinations you have an imagined ideal of what a hallucination should look sure. like it's right there and if you're if your experience doesn't match your imagination yeah then you're going to be disappointed but what you have to understand is that and this goes for i believe most hypnotic phenomena like you you have to know that there's a huge variety in the way that people experience these things yeah and you are probably not going to have exactly what your expectations are so the 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 quicker that you're able to think about um hallucination as a as a as a not even just a linear gradient but like this Mm -hmm. 3d space of different responses and things that can happen in your brain the the it's going to be much easier as a subject like Right, and no, I think the I mean... the the kick the kicker for me is like, oh, people who literally have physical changes in their brain that make them see things don't experience hallucination the way that we sometimes talk about people, like wanting to experience hallucination, like it's it's there, it's tangible, it's as though it is a real object in front of you. Right. There's so many different parts to it. There's so many different parts to it, and like, I mean, I want to pick it up, eat it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Sweetness. Like, sure, everybody does. I've I've had experiences that are wild and crazy, and I've never had that. I've had right. (laughs) So there's so you can. I went to a pretty big extreme. You can think about hallucination from this example of like, oh, how do you how do you chunk it down? Well, there's like the belief change in your head of do I believe there's something there or not. Do you see something with your eyes versus with, um, or do you see something like visually in the inside of your head or are there other, you know, aspects to it? Like, is there a kinesthetic thing going on? Do you have emotions involved in this? Mm. Are you Mm -hmm. emotionally responding differently because you think there's something there or you don't think there's something there? That kind of thing. And so it's like, you gotta be, you kind of gotta be creative about thinking about these kinds of things. Like what was... A change. Sure. A change. A change. Instead of, like, a success. Because I know in the past we've done, like, presentations or whatever. And you've talked about, like, levels of success and and Mm -hmm. so forth. And I think you almost have to even break it down. And this is just semantics, right? Totally. Totally. But semantics are kind of big sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Like, when I hear success, I hear... I think it's technically pragmatics. Which I'm about to do writing about, but okay. linguistics bullshit. Well, I grew it's up okay. with the word semantics. I know. It's, that's, that's what it's supposed <laughs> to be. I'm sorry. I was mansplaining yeah, at you. I, I was it's literally fine. mansplaining you at can. you. You can. You're my owner. It's fine. Yep. Um, but Part man, part splain. That's me. <laughs> call you mansplainer. <laughs> At least with our friends. I'm the, I'm the anyway. queerest feminist mansplainer you'll ever meet. Mm, Anyways. That might be real. <laughs> that might be straight up real. I know it's so bad. I, I sound s- so serious. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't make my serious sound like just accidentally either. Anyway. <laughs> is it funny? My voice gets lower and yeah, everything. It it's so I weird. Know. Anyway. You're mansplaining at me. So... <laughs> 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you laugh. All right. Um, dude, the second time. Nothing. You forgot it, really? I did. Oh shit! I don't have anything ready to go this time. What were you saying? Um, I was talking about. I mean, we were talking about success. 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 There you That's go. That's the go. word. <laughs> success. I don't love the word success. Uh, it sounds very finale. Like yeah, fuck final. it, fuck it, fuck yeah. that. So, I like change. Change is much I do better. Actually I like agree. Change. So change can be like little. It can be big. It can be you know. Yeah. And I think I think it's relevant though because. I remember when we did, um, we were talking, we as in Sleeping Girl and I, I'm pretty sure I've called you that other name a few times on this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm going anyway, to have to listen to it. So, um, Sleeping Girl and I, and I was trying to do, because I'm so, like, I'm such a, oh my gosh, I have, like, movies in my head yep. and stuff like that. Yep. So, I should be an ideal subject for hallucinations or whatever like in my head that's that yeah. makes sense to me yeah and then the sleeping girl was like well did you picture it in your head i'm like well of course i pictured it in my head like that's right. just everyday right. life but the fact of the matter is is yes yes i did picture it in my head you right. know what i mean right. and, and so that's that was a change. Like, why did I picture it in my that head? That was a change that you were able to... Did I do that for just random yeah. reasons? No. I mean, it was for a purpose. Right. You know, it was because a uh, sleeping girl told me to think of a, you know, let's let's go with Apple. That's fine. I know. <laughs> it was an Apple, technically. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and that's why I thought of one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. relevant, though. Yep. Like, and, you can, and you can even, like, so I love... So the idea of oh good luck moving your foot around this microphone well, you did it there what you did it um the the idea of like you could that's that's the idea of making an analogy between success and change this one that needs to now move, this is though. gonna suck all right no it's fine okay it's fine um I just hope, moving around I hope you can hear it no. yeah you can hear me I can see it yeah it's fine um success and change are two things that you in in this context you can um sort of equate those words and that's an example oh that's, that's true. an example of reframing um an example of reframing is when you take one word and, and, and replace like, it with another replace it with another word one of the um oh. so one of the exercises in the uh sleight of mouth book is talking about uh this idea of one word reframing where you take a a sentence and you like uh I had a good time. Sure. So you take one of the words in that sentence good. and right, exactly. And then you pick a synonym or you pick a similar word. You say, I have an excellent time. Oh, that changes the meaning of the sentence a little bit. A lot of it. Right? So and it depends on context. It depends well, why on so would many you do different that? things. Um, to be able to to reframe something. So if so in a in a th like for oh. example in a in a therapeutic in a th you should do this by the way this is great I'm listening also a hypnotist should do this all the time this is also I was just great. gonna say this is more for I did a I did a little I did a little Twitter th well no this is a subject no thing. no no I agree, I agree I did a little Twitter thing that was like a, a an exercise of doing it in a hypnotic context like in a in a therapeutic context I think the idea would be like if a a client comes to you and they're like oh I had um a really i had a really horrible day you could yeah. be like why was it why was it so challenging you know 
like take the word and, and oh. change it. And, and so by changing one word, you're reframing the entire statement. So it's a, just a little like interesting trick thing. So as subjects, we can do this. We have the we have the technology. This is so fascinating. I know, right? I love this book. You never CC. mentioned this. Was this Slide of Mouth again? Yeah, this is Slide of Mouth again. <gasps> I have to read this book. It's very good. Oh my gosh, it's right up my I mean, alley. There's some, of there's what kind of work, uh, like, writing it is. So too. before I, before I like praise the book too much, I mean it's an NLP book. You you've already it's a hypnosis just, book. Just there's, praised it. There's plenty of crap in there. Just yeah. you know, take it all with a grain no, of salt. No, but I definitely have to read this book. Um, this is so my kind of book. Uh, but yeah, so so that idea is something that we can do as subjects, uh, and we're connecting that back. Oh, the idea of success versus change. Yeah. Um, so reframing success is like, oh, there's, there was a change that happened. And then for me, the really important right. part of that is noticing change. My, my entire, like, the reason I feel very skilled as a subject is because I can A, reframe things, and B... I notice the changes. I notice changes, and that's how I make things work. Is <laughs> so yeah. I mean, like, oh my god, that changed! Holy shit, sure. I'm so fucking controlled right now, or whatever, you know. Oh, that's so hot. Yeah, right. And I then think... this whole conversation is changing the way that you think about all this shit. Isn't that great? <laughs> it is hot. It is right. <laughs> I love it. So this whole that's fucking... why we do podcasts. That's why. Well, yeah, I mean, to strengthen sure. our relationship, pretty much, and to just let you not have to do as much work right that's why every every conversation cc every podcast i mean the whole fucking Especially podcast is hypnotic anyway whatever do we have anything else i i think we've talked a lot is there anything else we want to like kind of go into about this at this point or what do you think i mean i think we did we god that was such good information though there's a part yeah. of me that wants to expand on that a little like i don't know which parts go no, for it but i mean i just i mean honestly you say like you looked at me like you were proud when I said replace the word good. Yeah, but honestly, it's the adjective. Like let's. Well, it can be the adjective. Can it be something else yeah, other than be, the adjective? I mean, of course plenty. it can. But any, can you give an example? Any word, any word that you change. I I caught I caught mm -hmm. shit from uh, Mr. Dream the other day because in the uh, <laughs> this is a stupid story, but in the tweet I was like. Um, Ooh, one word reframing exercise. Uh, you know, replace one of the suggestive words in the statement. Oh, that's awesome. Replace one of the suggestive words in the statement with another word and blah, 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 blah. And um, uh, Mr. Dream was like, they're, they're all suggestive. And I'm like, I know. I just was to tell. I mean, I couldn't. I was in trance at the time. I couldn't actually respond to him. But I was like, I know. I, I was just trying to get people to, to do this thing. <laughs> anyway, so for posterity's sake, I put that out there. Um but but yeah, every every word is like in a statement is potential. You change it, you change the meaning of the of the thing. Well, right, of you course. You could do you could I do mean, synonyms. You could do um, you could you could reframe by like um, changing like the subject of the sentence, that kind of thing. So right. it doesn't matter what word it is. I mean, the the exercise is about like a descriptor of some sort, like or a ver it could be a verb too. You know, it could be a noun. Okay, I um, guess. So. I think why I want to like almost add to it is just because my own personal experience. This is not something. Talk on it, but my feet are dead. Okay, sorry. This is not something that necessarily has to do with hypnosis, but I mean, for me, it was funny because I've heard about reframing from like psychology days yeah, or whatever. Sure, sure. And it's always. At least the way it was presented in class was more negatives. So 
for me, it was kind of like when you said that, it was like this eye-opening, oh, right, I could make it a more positive thing as opposed to a less negative or more negative thing. Well, make up your mind. (laughs) Do I get closer or louder? Well, I have the goddamn, like, thing in front of me. So, yeah, I'm watching the the weight, the the peaks and shit on this. um... But it comes yeah, down to like so how how do you reframe it? And that's right. so the the that's why that's why I wanted to talk about chunking. That's why I wanted to talk about reframing as a thing. I've always the one been, word reframing thing. Yeah, like the one all word of it. reframing. It's fun. It's all fun. And this I have is all loved. I really hope hypnotists are listening to this too, because these are all things that you can immediately hypnotist? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Am I drunk? Did I slur? I heard like hypnotist and I was just hypnotist? like huh. mm, I mean I don't like maybe. that. I don't like that at all. Um, this is all stuff you can you can completely take advantage of and 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 teach and stuff like and um, t- teach as in like do with your subject and and or with yourself or with yourself. I mean, sure, whatever. That's what we were talking about. Um, but yeah, I think this was pretty good. Um, I don't think I did. We get everything. I, I think I I think we got everything. Um, the one thing I wanted to return to that I don't think I actually fully explained was uh when I was talking about. How the word amnesia means nothing. The word uh, hypnosis means nothing. It's an NLP term called nominalization, um, which basically refers to a uh, like a a a process word. Like so, like to hypnotize someone is like an action. Sure. And then when you nounify that and you make it into hypnosis, that is, it's hypnosis is not a thing you can touch. It's not a thing you can oh, put in the microwave. Okay, okay, it's okay. not. It's not a real thing. So there's no concrete definition for what this is. I see. You have to be aware that we are collect. There's like a colloquial. There's like colloquial definitions, cultural definitions, sure. all sorts of different ways that you can look at that. And so you have to be aware when you're thinking of different skills and even different phenomena and even different like what is what does listening mean and all of this stuff. Yeah, you have to do some thinking and being creative and there's not usually a right answer but or that you know maybe there are right answers maybe there are wrong answers i don't know i mean there's right answers for you probably yeah i mean definitely like i'm a pretty binary oh yeah (laughs) i was gonna say i'm a pretty binary person also you oddly oddly non-binary binary person you're also listening that's so you're true. That's true. When you're talking, you're also listening. Hmm, that's interesting. Okay. Not necessarily. Um, yeah, you could also not be listening when you're talking, which is listening is fascinating. Yep, it is. We should do a like whole you could, topic on yeah, listening. Yeah, sure. Like you, and this no, is the thing: not. is you could take you could take literally any aspect of hypnosis and break it down to a point where it's like you're just discussing different minutia of it, and it's just yeah. absurd. But hey, those are different perspectives that you're getting. And at hypnotists, please be listening because you could do yeah, this no, with this is never... anything, and it's very fucking hypnotic. Like yeah, yeah. I think I think that's great. I think anything... we did a hot topic. It was it is a hot topic. I want to go to hot topic. I miss no, hot topic. No, hot topic is gone. Uh, they're probably not gone, but for it's now. because of the Backstreet Boys World Tour. If anyone I gets know. that fucking reference, good for you. <laughs> good for good you. for you if you get that reference. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, Leave we're in gonna... the comments if you think you got that reference and what it's from, because I'm curious oh, if other people please use that God. reference. Yeah, right. All right, so um, I think we're gonna take a, a short little break and then we'll do some trancey stuff. Trancey trance. <laughs> <laughs> 
A trancey trance? Trancey Breaky break for trancey trance? Kill us now. Um, all right. Drinky drink? BRB. All right. So we're going to do some trancey stuff as per the podcast. <laughs> so what are the different things that you do in your head when you are like refocusing or, or, or making stuff, making stuff work when you're in trance? I didn't know there was going to be a test. It's not a test. There's okay. no right answers. Okay, so what do I do to make things work? Yeah. Oh. Like, what kinds of th- what kinds of processes does your head go in when you're, like, making stuff happen? Or that you notice happen when you're having a really good experience? Things start usually getting blurry. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Sure. Okay. And then, um, and then I just get really, really focused on your pupils, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's like a change in the way that you focus on things. Uh huh. And my voice usually gets slower. Yeah. Actually, like it's—I don't know if it's that it's harder to process or if it's just harder to put word, like put words out. Yeah. And then I have a tendency to usually when you're doing most of the talking, I have a tendency to focus on that until it becomes just in my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, to make it in my head, actually, there is a bit of a process because I end up um, actually, I actually end up like repeating the words. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was known, but I kind of repeat your words until finally the words just start to just become my thoughts, Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. And, um, and then, like, I, I do find it's different, like, if I'm talking or if I'm just going, like, down or quiet, yeah. it's different. It depends on the type of trance, I guess, mm-hmm. to some degree. Because there's a lot of different experiences, right? Like, there's a lot of different ways to process stuff in the ways that you, like, feel things. Right. Right. I all Words are usually... Start to get really hard. Mm-hmm. Um... Once you start talking more, I uh-huh. think is relevant. Probably. I mean, that makes sense, right? Although sometimes you just kind of start going off and saying a bunch of shit, but I mean, it makes sense. And all of this is like really keyed into what you're noticing and everything like that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So you're in trance, right? I mean, I've been in trance for a while. For a little while, yeah. Probably even going back to when we were talking before in the podcast, you were in trance. Yeah. Yeah. But you're in a different kind of trance right now, right? Like you're noticing different things about this kind of trance? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Visually, it's very different. How is it different? For me, visual is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, it doesn't sound good, but like faces get blotchy. Yeah. And the pupils just become like the focus so there's different emphasis on different parts of the faces and everything yeah so much so yeah also usually only on one eye 
Yeah. It's really important, actually. I mean, it makes sense because you can only really look at one eye at a time. Yes. I tried looking at two at one point. That wasn't good. No, it doesn't really work as well. No. I mean, it can be different, too, but... They had a third eye. Right. We talked about that. Yeah. But you fixed it. I did. I fix a lot of things, right? Like, there's a lot of different things that I will start to influence or pick apart in your head or make little changes and fix. And I mean, fix is like, that's completely uh, just a different metaphor for changing things, right? It changes the entire meaning of when I say that I'm changing something in the way that you think versus I'm fixing something in the way that you think, right? It's a different context. You changed the word fix to control. I did. You did. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's really good. It's just like one of those things where there's just so many different ways that we can process all of these different changes and the way that you frame the act of noticing things versus the way that you frame the act of paying attention to things and all of that kind of stuff. And I can tell that you're sort of losing the ability to focus in the way that you were before and it's changing the way that you focus now, right? Sort of getting lost in everything. And that idea of the, like, not quite being able to follow as well in, a, in some sense, but, you know, it's not super important because stuff is just happening anyways. It doesn't really matter as much. That's I another frame. I like stuff happening. Stuff happening is good. It's always good and there's always stuff happening right and that's something we've talked about too the idea that there's always some kind of change happening or there's always like little adjustments being made or different trance states that are going through all the time all sorts of different things about the way that you frame your experience with all of that and I mean right now we're we're just staring at each other and having a conversation and you're really deep in trance but it's kind of a different trance right yes yeah, but it's really good. And so even like having that experience, like you know, at this point I've said so many times that the all sorts of different kinds of different experiences that you have are teaching different skills and different ways for you to process different states and to process different experiences. And your brain is learning all of those patterns and you are learning the act of noticing all of those patterns. And there's just so much going on just so much happening, right? Yes. It's a little overwhelming. You're amazing. I love you. I love you too. I go really deep. Easy. Sweet. And simple. I had a funny thought the other day, which is like, good hypnosis is sort of about being like a good thesaurus, like all sorts of different words for what we do all different contexts and thinking about the ways that all of those words mean different things and you can't really focus on each individual word as it happens because they're just coming too fast right it's too there's too many things to focus on for one word versus the next word versus the next word I mean it's just too many of them so you don't really put any effort into it because all you have to do is just kind of listen and if you catch something you catch something and if you don't you don't I mean, that's just a natural human experience of, of listening to someone talk and you don't really think about each individual word as much as you think about the the idea and concepts as a whole as I kind of describe them to you and talk. And there's so much and it's so fascinating and so good. 
And your brain just knows how to do all of that because you're a person and because you talk to other people and you know how to communicate. And you have a very specific way of knowing how to communicate with people, a very CC way of communicating with people and listening to people. And that's part of your uniqueness as a human. And I think recognizing that and being aware of the way that you learn how to process things is really important. It's really good, right? Yeah. And then there's the sort of like the aspect of that I always, always, always want to talk about and love to talk about the influence that I've had over your life and the way that your brain works and all of that. And so there's a piece of me in every word that you hear and there's a piece of me in every word that you say all of that because I mean I have to be on brand and brainwash the crap out of you <laughs> right please 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 brainwash me please deeper easy simple deeper that's right come up oh so much fun Simple and easy. Yeah. Lots of things are simple and easy. You're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this. I really had a great time on this podcast, and it's super nice to get back to our sort of usual, like, oh, we're doing the thing in our room, and we don't have to be on camera, and we don't have to do it live, and blah, blah, blah. But um, thank you so much. Um, as a reminder, uh, we have a Patreon where you can listen to our quote-unquote after-hours trances where we just do more trance and sometimes it's sexy and sometimes it's brainwashy and all sorts of fun stuff sort of relating to podcast topics. I also have these um, writings that I've been putting out on Patreon um, where I go in-depth, like heavily researched, professional edited articles about hypnosis and NLP and kink and all this stuff you can check out. I'll have links in the um, description and everything for all of this stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, and this next week we're doing something interesting on uh, the uh, Patreon writings, which is that I'm taking suggestions from folks uh, for what they'd like to see. I'm going to be putting a poll up tomorrow for voting to your patrons to vote on those topics. And then I will choose one or, you know, we'll pick the highest one and I'll do an article about it and it'll be super fun. So, um, thanks everybody. Night. Good night.